What's up, everybody? It's the Still Waters Podcast. You're joined by Tharnjeet, uh, Brahmin, and of course, me, Sukhmeet. All right, guys, <laughs> what are we talking about today? Uh, I think we have a full slate of uh, conversation topics today. So uh, we're going to have sports. And in sports, we're going to be talking about Messi and the move that happened. Uh, we're going to be talking about a little bit of music, uh, The House is Burning, King's Disease 2, and of course, Track of the Week. And uh, also in TV, we're going to be talking about Episode one of What If from the Marvel Studios, right? So okay. I think we should start with sports first. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Messi, after a very long time, is going to the star-studded PSG that I despise, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, first time that he's off Barca, right? Yeah, so he's been with Barca since he was a kid. He got signed like um, they helped him through his treatment. So if anyone doesn't know that Messi. Uh, has a growth deficiency um, issue, and basically Barca paid for his treatment. They signed him very early on because they saw him as a promising talent. Mm-hmm. He came on. He played with one of the best uh, uh, Barca members, in my opinion, uh, Ronaldinho, uh, and he started his career then and just killed it. Uh, four Ballon d'Ors, um, tons of goals. I can't even keep up with his stats. Um, but yeah, Barca was like his defining place, and he wanted to be there forever, but Everything has to come to an end and and an emotional goodbye. I mean, everything doesn't have to come to an end, but it's just Barca was... uh, The way they structured his contract made it so that they had no choice but to let Let him go go this year, right? They had... It wasn't really his fault, and I think that's why it doesn't really tarnish his legacy. It was out of his control. Like, I saw the goodbye video. He didn't want to leave. It was a... Uh, how his, his thing was. Uh, his his kids contract. didn't want to leave. He he, he <laughs> was all right leaving, but his kids were crying so but much. But it's bro. also like he's a native Spanish-speaking person from Argentina who only speaks Spanish as far as I know. Mm-hmm. So, like, going anywhere else outside of Spain for him is also, like feels like outside of home for him right so i feel like he's very close to catalonia and he's very close to barca and the fans there and he spent decades there right so yeah yeah no that's where he built himself up right so yeah he even offered to take a 50 percent pay cut but he couldn't (laughs) they couldn't do that still just the way that barca structured it it was just horrible for them well they didn't know about covid yeah, but that's what the, it really debt, was. The, the debt they were going to go into, yeah. but yeah, it's it's also like you know every player has to move on. Like Ronaldo was with um, Real Madrid for so long, right? And then they had the beautiful battles between Real Madrid and Barca for years. But like last to last season, I think he Juventus. left for Juventus. Yeah, and like that was a good move on his part. And like everything must come to an end with Ronaldo. It's easier to make moves because he's made moves throughout his career. He's like he was in Man he United. Started, yeah. He was in Real Madrid. Now he's in Juventus. Like he's made all this uh large changes with uh different football clubs but i think with messi he he really felt like the franchise player right so it's, it's always hard for the franchise player to uh, leave uh, but again i think psg is a good choice for him he's reunited with uh, neymar again yeah. he has di maria who's his teammate in argentina there he has sergio ramos they just signed uh, donna ramo who's the goalkeeper and he's the goalkeeper on the italian squad as well so I feel like PSG has this... Oh, also Kylian Mbappe is there too, yeah. before I forget. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like PSG has this stack powerhouse team. They're going to win the Champions League? What are your uh, thoughts? I, I, see, I always feel like PSG is a contender, but the issue with PSG is that 
they never mesh well, right? You can have all the star power you can uh, in the team, but uh, the 11 guys on the field, they can't uh, mesh well and uh, create those plays to get those goals and win those games. It's interesting important to because I think we're talking about off-camera how Neymar left because he didn't want to, he don't be like number two, he didn't be his own number one. Yeah, it, it, yeah. you can see it through a Neymar thing, right? He was assigned with Nike for a very long time. He left Nike for Puma because... Uh, Ronaldo is the number one guy at Nike, and they're mm-hmm. not changing that. They yeah. gave him a lifetime contract, right? He like Ronaldo is what Jordan is to Nike, yeah. right? So it's the same thing for them in soccer. Yeah. Uh, but the issue with Neymar is he wants to be the number one guy, so it's, there's no room for that because he has to be always under one step Ronaldo. Yeah. So that's why Puma seemed, and that's why he left Barca too, because like Messi was the shining star. But okay, okay, yeah, we get it, we get it. Right? So, no, no, but like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Do you not think that he would be glad to see an old friend now? Oh yeah, hundred percent. But like, I feel like they need a Champions League win. Well, the thing is, if he left because he wants to be the number one guy, and this guy comes there, no, I, I don't think. Team. I don't think I, they're already not meshing. But I, no, but I think like in Barca they mesh perfectly because their roles were clearly defined, mm-hmm. right? And and they played really well. Neymar leaving Barca is a different story than like them playing again together. I feel like them as teammates have a good chemistry mm-hmm. and I feel like both of them to win a Champions League title uh, will put it don't care about being the star of the show I know Messi doesn't care about being the star of the show he's a facilitator you see him in Argentina when he plays yep. for his country he facilitates so much equally as much as he wants to score goals because he fac- he's an all-around yeah. player That's what he was is. the assist leader this yeah. year in Copa America right yeah. the, the reason being is because he wanted to win Copa America so I think Messi is one of those players who can put it Past himself is like I'm the star of this team. Okay. Well, you got like six different stars on your team, yeah. right? So, you, like, you got to share the stage. And then, uh, adding on to that, I want to go like there's uh, new friends and old enemies, right? So you mentioned Sergio Ramos. So, what do you yeah. think about that now? Messi and Ramos together. Oh, I think it's going to be really interesting because they had those wonderful battles I was talking about with Real Madrid and Barca like yeah. for years, right? Like if a Real Madrid hit back next game, Barca will hit back. Uh, so La Liga was super interesting for just for those teams, watching them uh, them play. But I feel like, again, Sergio Ramos is another facilitator, right? Like uh, if you watch the Euro, the one biggest thing everyone said unanimously about Spain is like they're a great team but they're missing those legs from Sergio Ramos that can create but also be offensive as, as a defender um and like and Spain was a very young team in Euro and that's I think that's what was their ultimate downfall to not make it to the final I think they were a great team but I think they just lacked the experience that people like Jordi Alba who was not injured and he was playing and also Sergio Ramos brought to the Spain squad so I feel like Yes, there we've seen like rivalry, but I think Sergio Ramos is another player who is like I know my role in the team, and he and can work with anyone. S- and rivalry is different when you're like opposing factions, right? Now they're together, so yeah. So I was gonna say, adding on to what you were saying, you were saying how uh, like he wasn't very aggressive on the attacking front, right? But he doesn't need to be now. So I think. Mm-hmm. It would work together in that yeah. sense where they have their set rules and yeah. he doesn't need to be aggressive on the attacking front and he could play that, yeah. you know, that mid yeah. exactly. area better, right? And also, I feel like the only reason the rivalry you think exists between Sergio Ramos and Messi is because they played for 
the two big opposing clubs since the dawn of time of La Liga, at least Real Madrid and Barca have been sworn enemies, right? Mm-hmm. So, of course, you have animosity towards each player of Real Madrid if you're a Barca player, right? Yeah. But I feel like it's different because now you're at PSG, you're in a different league, you're playing in the French league now, you're not in La Liga anymore. Yeah. So, I feel like that whole mindset changes. Also, like, for Messi, it's it's... A big change, right? Mm-hmm. He's been at this team for what a decade, and now he has to figure out how to adapt to new management, new coaching, uh, new players, and needs to learn how to play there too. So it's just it's just not like as easy as like oh there was this rivalry, and you think Messi's going to go on and be as great. And you got to remember he's also at, almost at the end of his career, right? Yeah. Like well he's got <laughs> he's got one no, but it still regardless, I think he is at the end of his career, but he could still get. Like, you know, more trophies, more trophies. More, yeah. and finish up his legacy, right? As yeah. you were mentioning yeah. before, his legacy is not going to be tarnished at all. It, it's going to be the opposite, in my opinion, is it's going to build more towards his legacy because the French League is easier, right? Yeah, well, like, it's interesting, like, just, like, I didn't really watch before, only saw recently with, like, it was coming to home and then it started to come to Rome. And just, like, <laughs> so, like, there's a new fan, um, just, like, talking to people, like, other friends who watch soccer, they're saying, like, He's gonna be. He's gonna win a lot of uh, accolades in this league. So, oh, yeah. like, yeah, it'll and be then, interesting. Like, it's exciting to see what he could accomplish. Yeah, but he's it, gonna but add the, more hardware, yeah. and then that's but gonna like, help him with his legacy, as you were saying. So, yeah. But like, my point is also like the French league to me doesn't matter because we know that PSG should be slated to win, right? Like, they should just be even if they half ass the season regardless a trophy is a trophy a trophy is a trophy and that's all that really matters but what really matters to me is the UEFA Champions League and like what will PSG be able to perform yeah that's that's a separate thing but what I'm saying is he's what like he was four trophies or something that from yeah. all time record for trophies, and he could get that one less with than PSG. You get tied, no? No, I think Ronaldo? it's something. Some. Oh no, that's a Champions League trophies, oh, yeah. right? But like overall trophies, he's four underneath like the le- leader of most trophies, right? So at PSG, he can do that, right? And that's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. A trophy is a trophy. Yeah, yeah, that, I, it doesn't matter yeah, if it's yeah. Champions League or not, but, right? But he's going to get trophies like, and that's going to help I get what you're saying. Legacy. You, that's it. Yeah, that's I, all I was trying to like, say. When, I get you were saying... When he's retired, all they're going to say is like, he has this number. They're not going to say, oh, this playoff was hard. Yeah, yeah, like yeah no one's yeah. going to care like, oh, like, oh, but he won a trophy in With France, this, yeah. right? Like, no one cares. <laughs> no, he well, won like, a trophy. That's the, all that no, matters. The, the, the whole thing is you guys are coming into as a casual fan, right? Like, you as a casual fan is a trophy is a trophy. For, 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 are the hardcore footballing fans? No, they okay. will call it out. Oh, you want that what PSG? Saying, what I'm right? saying is, when you say that Messi has the most trophies out of every player in yeah. the world, you can't dispute that. It doesn't matter yeah. if those trophies were earned. At oh the no, I, I agree. That's what I'm saying. That's no, all no, I was no. trying to say. I, is, I agree with you, but you got to understand that the PSG fan base isn't just not a fan base that's going to be like, "Oh, a trophy is a trophy. We're going to win our league." They also want to win the UCL. Yeah, right, no, of course, of, of course. And then that's what we're going to have to see from this next the year whole, is if they can get together and band together, yeah. like you were saying, and figure their roles and then win yeah. the Champions League. And I, I think, I personally think that they can, right? So do we'll we, see. Do we know what his contract is here with PSG? I don't, I don't remember on the top of my head. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I'll be interested for how long they have. Them, no, but yeah. I, regardless, I think that they will be able to win Champions League. Yeah, I, sure. I don't know. Uh, when, but I'm pretty sure that they'll be able to win it soon. So yeah, that's, yeah, it's just I, it's, that's why they brought on Messi, right? Like you gotta remember the whole reason they spent so much money bringing in Messi. A, PSG's got tons of money, but B also is that Messi 
is the person who's going to break that threshold for the UCL. Yeah. All right. Well, then I guess we'll have to see what happens throughout this season. So, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out once that rest of the time. What I'm uh, sorry. What time tells, right? Mm-hmm. We'll figure it out from that. So I, I guess that's it for sports right now. So uh, next, what do you guys want to talk about? Let's uh, go to what if. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that one was uh, interesting in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> so the what if show uh, episode one drop. Uh, originally, the way that they had it slated, though, they were gonna do three episodes. Yeah, I was first, I was surprised, that right? I, but they yeah. only they only put out one right now. I don't know why, because I don't think that I don't like. Did they release what the schedule is? Because I know what the, uh, they released the schedule a long time what ago. Is it like, right? Once a week? It's it's once a week, right? But yeah. the thing is, a long time ago they released a schedule, but then like everything got shifted when the whole Black Widow COVID. Uh, movie theater experience so they they pushed everything back yeah. because of that right and so what if originally it was supposed to be the first day that what if dropped three episodes were supposed to come out right yeah but now it was only just the one episode that came out so mm-hmm. i think we we have less stuff to talk about yeah. but there was still a lot jam-packed well, in that one episode right before before we get into the content of the show mm-hmm. um like it's just uh they did another show like this in star wars uh bad batch yeah and uh, me and brother were just talking earlier the pacing of the show already like it's it, a little uh it, hit or it, miss yeah it feels too fast to me i feel like it's, and do you do we know how uh long or how many episodes are gonna be it's gonna be, 13 it's gonna be uh i don't know if it's 13 or more i think it's 13 mm-hmm. though i believe what they had was slated 13 episodes so i think it's 13 and they have a second season yeah but like obviously that's just speculation right now but i'm pretty sure that they have a second season right uh but regardless um i i know what you're saying about the pacing it's because when you compare it to uh captain america the first avenger this was kind of like very similar to that even with like shot by shot remakes and stuff Mm -hmm. like that right Mm -hmm. so it took the whole plot of that movie which was an hour and something and condensed condensed it down to the 20 something minute episode so that's why that's why i might have seemed like everything was happening so quickly yeah and like you at the end of it you're like wow that just rushed through everything right yeah. so that's probably why that feeling was there yeah but, but pers- you got to you yeah. got to understand that this is it's like we know the past okay yeah, yeah. we know the but, history behind it we mm-hmm. don't need to see all of the different things happen right because we already knew those things happened right yeah. so it's more of just focusing on the question which was what if and this episode yeah. of course was mm-hmm. what if um she peggy was, carter yeah. took the super soldier serum instead of steve yeah i think you're right i think each of these episodes are going to be like uh just like one shots or maybe it'll be a continuous story but at least in the beginning it's gonna be mostly like oh she's uh, one different yeah. event right yeah so one, one choice let's, let's focus on that one. so that's why the piece is so short just like in the like in the comics they did what ifs as well they're just one shots there's one comic and then they go back to whatever they're doing yeah of course yeah, yeah so these are just, i think that's why the pacing I, is so weird because yeah they, a, they have a lot of cover in a i think time. with the pacing whole the pacing argument with me was it's just because we came off winter a uh, cap winter soldier we came off um loki and then your expectations like completely different you feel like it's more a slow burn long format but yeah. like 
it's it's, it's, it's hard to you adjust also your gotta, You also got to recognize that this was only the first episode. Yeah, I understand. So, that, that's like, exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. The the thing that you said, each each episode, it might be a like you know different what if, right? But overall, there could be an arcing storyline, right? Which I think is what they're going to be aiming for. Which is why I think originally when they had three episodes slated, the Those first one was uh, the Peggy Carter. The second one was supposed to be uh, T'Challa being uh, taken by the Ravagers instead of uh, um, uh, Star-Lord, right? Yeah. Okay. And then the third episode, I don't remember off the top of my head, but it was also something that was uh, slightly different, right? Mm-hmm. So they were all unrelated events. But each of them had that what if uh, aspect to it, right? But if you see the like the trailers for the show, the, you see these characters coming back, right? So yeah. there might be an overarching storyline behind yeah. all of this. So you know, once we get more episodes, we'll be able to, we be, will be able to figure out. Oh, why is the pacing like this? Okay, it was like this for yeah. this reason because this is a brand new storyline that they're bringing in, and we need to focus on that now, right? Yeah. Well, you, that's why maybe more episodes and like having that original release idea would have helped more, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But like, just basing our limited knowledge of the first episode, like, I've I've honestly felt it was like super rushed to me. Like, regardless of like, oh, you know about this before. I don't give a shit if I know about this before. Build some characters for me. Yeah. Right, like okay, uh, understandable, understandable. <laughs> my, uh, that I thought was like just going in. I thought it was gonna be like uh, each episode is his own multiverse, yeah. and then you just uh, flipping through different multiverse. You know, Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, dimensional no. challenge. Yeah. But do you think this is gonna be one? Like this is his own. Uh, I think it's multiverse? gonna be worse. I think it's gonna be one, and that's why I wanted to like move past. Let's move past the whole. Oh, was it rushed and stuff like that? Let's move yeah, past yeah. that and start looking at the other aspects between this. So one thing that I want to talk about was the big characters behind everything, right? So obviously there's um, the one that we all know of, the Watcher, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. it seems like the show is going to be narrated by, by the, the Watcher, Watcher yeah. right? And that's why I think it's going to be just one multiverse. Because in the comics, the Watchers were these... Um, mad advanced beings yeah. right they had their own They're civilization involved. right so they don't get involved involved that's the thing so the way that it worked in the comics was uh the watchers they orig- they were like i, I think uh, i forgot what it's called like the third uh third Dimension. tier third tier civilization oh, okay. right third tier civilization in which means that like they were super, super advanced, advanced yeah. right yeah. and uh they went to like a, a less advanced planet and they gave them technology and uh, and left them left them right and then when they came back there was like a whole genocide because of the technology that they gained and then they regretted doing that so after that point they swore to never interfere with anyone else and just watch right so that's why they became the watcher, the watcher. Yeah. right yeah. but there's a, there's a comic where someone hunts the watchers at the end he finds nick fury because they know some secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so that's what I was going to say. There's a lot of different uh, story arcs with the yeah. Watchers. And, like, yeah. you're not supposed to know about the Watchers. But in uh, Earth 616, on in the comics, right, there was a Watcher, Uatu, right? Okay. Uh, I believe that was his name, right? But basically, the reason why that Watcher is so important is because he was one of those Watchers who really cared about the lesser beings Mm -hmm. we'll just say right so he interferes right which is what they're not supposed to do they're sworn not to do that ever right Mm -hmm. but he um i think like multiple times reveals himself to different characters and like you know tells them oh well i'm the watcher right yeah i'm watching you guys (laughs) so the fact that in this show the watcher was narrating right do you think that that means that 
this is like a watcher who's interfering or not? Uh, no, I think that this may be a narration tool. Like, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, it could be yeah. simple as that, actually, <laughs> right? Like, we'll, we'll not just be overcomplicating okay. things. No, like, I'm well, just, I'm just trying to no think thank about, you, thank you for just shutting that whole no, shit down. I'm just, I'm just trying to think about it from the production side, and I'm just looking at the other shows <laughs> they're doing right now. It makes sense, like, how deep are they gonna? Do, no, so like the structure of the, the shows. The, the reason that I'm saying that the reason that I'm saying that is because. um Right now, we know that the character is the Watcher, and yeah. so far, they've only labeled him as the Watcher, right? They haven't given us a name, but if it I is Watu, but what do you what do you think if it is Watu, right? Because I remember a long time ago there was this theory that um, Watu was actually Stan Lee, right? Oh, do you yeah. remember this? At, in like the, in the movie, yeah. 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 The so um, around I think Civil War or they something like that. Sure. It was no, no. They didn't like, confirm no, anything like, like uh, that. The directors uh, confirmed it off screen or whatever. I don't think so because the the conversation was oh, um, Stan Lee is Uatu. He was the yeah. Watcher, which is why he was there in like Captain America one mm-hmm. as well, right? Like or he was in Hulk. Too. He was in yeah. He was in Hulk. He was uh, in uh, he was in Captain Marvel, right? So <laughs> like all these all these yeah, but like all these years like so long ago and he was still the same person yeah. right so there's like, a theory that he was just a watcher and like the fact that those cameos are happening is actually him interfering, interfering. with the thing that was the theory right and yeah. like it kind of got confirmed around the civil war time because i think that's when uh guardians of the galaxy 2 came out right i think i don't remember exactly but it was around that time that's where this is and uh, after he passed away no, no. So uh, during that time, the, the theory started happening, and okay. the reason the theories happened was in Guardians of the Galaxy Two. His cameo was him sitting on a planet yeah, talking to a bunch of Watchers, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So the whole theory was, oh, Stanley was actually a Watcher, and what he was doing was doing his uh, reports, right? Like you know how they mm-hmm. they go back and they all discuss the yeah. observations of the planets that they were looking at, right? Yeah. And so when he was talking to the Watchers, right? They were very disappointed in him because he was on the planet interfering, yeah. right? So they all left him and he, that's the reason he was like, Oh guys, you were supposed to be my ride, right? <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like, like now the watchers are like, um, what do you call it when you like ostracizing push, him? Yeah, I guess so. Ostracizing yeah, him, right? Uh, yeah, like, um, and so that's what the theory was. But now that there's a watcher in, uh, what if I started to think maybe, that watcher is Uta- Uatu, right? I don't know, maybe. I think you might be thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, again, because like, right now. I think you too into this right now. <laughs> <laughs> next next yeah, thing, Marvel's like, we just need an narrator. What yeah, the hell? Yeah, is yeah that was that was. I, I hate the fact that you said that because that's just, it just you just you just <laughs> took that big question and just shut it down into something just, so small. Like, okay, just just, think about it yeah, like, but like talk about it. It's like, it's, oh my goodness, bro, it could I be thought this. it was gonna be each episode's its own multiverse, and I was a lot more excited for that. But if this is just another universe. Where they're just gonna follow like, uh, oh, it's Avengers, but uh, different people are like different powers. But now. it it could be a different whole universe because uh, like it could be multiple like three or four, yeah, right? Yeah. Where it's not, yeah, which is why maybe they decided to do the three maybe, initial maybe episodes. More plausible then. right? Where, where there was three initial episodes, right? Maybe that was the three different multiverses that they were gonna introduce, right? And then throughout the season, we would see. A couple scenes from this multiverse, a yeah. couple scenes from this, and a couple scenes from that, and then who knows? At the end, would be uh, lining up with Loki when the timeline. Uh, oh, sorry, like, at the end of time. Yeah, That'd where Kang gets killed and the multiverse yeah. happens, and uh, maybe the last episode of What If is all those multiverses 
become interact, the, yeah. right? Like they interact. Bubbles they, just pew. Yeah, they start interacting yeah. with one another. So maybe that's what it is. It's not like uh, uh, they're only doing one multi or sorry, one universe. They're gonna have multiple universes. Yeah. But they're only gonna limit it to three for this one season at least. Yeah. Right. What do you uh, what do you think about like the animation style? Just because historically DC's always been better in animation. I still think DC. Their story's always been uh, <laughs> like it's more. It, it's not as, as focused as like uh, Marvel's is towards children. Their yeah, this yeah, is the first yeah. one that's really like promoting like this. So the thing is, it's again, really, it's the first episode. We but can't it's also really, like yeah. the way the animation is. It's really lifelike, right? So it's kind of like. Um, they tried to take live action and mix it with Pixar. That's what I think, right? That's yeah. the way that I see the animation happening right now, which yeah, is like, yeah. you know... And it's it's still true. Need, it still needs a little bit of work, but again, I'm basing it off the first episode. If I had like three episodes to watch and yeah. get into it, I'll be like, oh, maybe I like this style. I can't really render yeah. a judgment. No, right? but what I was going to say I, is the way that uh, like they have the live action and Pixar, the reason that I'm saying that is because we've seen a lot of scenes that were paralleling the live action captain america yeah. right mm-hmm. so it could just be like oh we took the storyboard from that yeah. and, then and we just trace over it, it yeah. right it was trace so, over it it was interesting like i've seen like another show disney producing bad batch that one's a lot more uh i say it looks better but that one they also have like years but to improve on that. i think i think that one like this the animation style is completely different in bad batch right like it's more of a uh 3D rendering type yeah. thing, right? Yeah. Well, also like like this, it's like it's a direct sequel from Clone Wars, and that was one they had like for like five yeah. years to yeah. practice. So they just been proven. Yeah, yeah. and it might be a lot of the artists on Clone Wars were moved Maybe. to that project as well. So, so they that's already, why the animation yeah. style is the same. Yeah, 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 same. yeah I guess. Yeah. I guess. But I just like an interesting idea would be like uh, if they are like separate. Say it was a three different multiverse in the show, mm-hmm. different animation style. That would be style. really cool. That'd be a cool idea mm-hmm. to distinct between the different universes. Hey, oh, Disney's just yeah. listening to the podcast, <laughs> writing stuff down. Like, <laughs> write that down. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> they got good ideas. <laughs> no one guy listening to this. <laughs> Mickey Mouse in the background, like block <laughs> <laughs> the basement. Block <laughs> the basement. Block the basement. No one for their ideas. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, another thing that I wanted to talk about is the difference between um, Captain Carter and Captain America. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So, well, um, the genders are different. <laughs> <laughs> what? Really? <laughs> You're kidding. I couldn't tell. National No. <laughs> no, but what I meant is like... Um, she has an accent. All right. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there's so many more differences than I thought. Oh, my goodness. What I was going to say, though, is in the... In the first Avenger, Steve was very awkward with his like body ever yeah. since the Super Soldier Serum. Yeah, but it seemed like it seemed like Peggy was much more like um, confident, confident, and like you know she was yeah, running, she, yeah, she was yeah. running through the ops, yeah, bro. Yeah. She was just she's like and I think that goes into the fact that she had the training beforehand yeah. as well and Steve didn't right yeah, like, like he didn't uh, have the training and he had to build up that training also right? the British have been in the war longer where I think Steve joins that's when they joined they joined like two years in or three years in yeah. so and she's been fighting for her home for a lot longer so no but more. like even beyond that she was uh like uh in like their army from a long time ago as well right you know what I'm saying so it could be that as well um 
But yeah, that that's I I think that was the big difference mm-hmm. is that she really embraced the role much quicker than oh, Steve yeah. did. Oh, yeah. Right? So that was a good little she difference. She comes out guns blazing, yeah. I oh, feel yeah. like. And with like Steve, you were like, she okay, he's gonna learn to adapt <laughs> to this big body of his. Yeah, yeah, even the first in yeah, like yeah. the first chase scene in Captain America, he was yeah. running into stuff. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. He, he crashed into the shop. Oh, he was like Bambi, like, <laughs> he's, like on, Bambi. <laughs> he's like sliding on the ice. <laughs> oh yeah. Nah, but yeah, uh, she's like ready to go. Yeah, but it's also like again back to his point. Like she has been part of the war effort for a very long time. And she's, and a she's literally yeah. fighting for her home because at yeah. this point yeah. Harry took over France. Where if you're in the states, you're like an ocean away. Yeah. <laughs> it's true though. Yeah. It's, it's right. a lot more serious. He's right. Yeah. He's right. He's right about that. Yeah, that's, I think that's exactly what Steve Rogers was thinking. Well, you know, I have some time before they get to America, right? <laughs> <laughs> like that's what he was thinking. But yeah. Um, I think, like, that was, I, I think the, like, there was a lot of similarities between them, uh, like, with the whole dance thing and, like, you yeah, know, that type of stuff. And, uh, but, like, there was a lot of well, difference. Well. She can dance and he can't. <laughs> like, no, but, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? There was the similarities between the movie and this episode, yeah, right? Yeah. But there was a lot of differences as well. So yeah. I think, like, we're going to focus on to how she's different from. Captain America, right? Yeah, it's definitely interesting. Also, like you're saying, uh, the suit come in a lot earlier, mm. and now he's uh, piloting it. Oh, um, Steve is, yeah. 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 I think the crazy thing about that though is, like, it was hinted in Iron Man two that, he's that a suit? yeah, uh, Howard Stark had he he, he knew, had the suit. Idea. He knew, yeah, he knew how to do it, but he just didn't have the power, power source, right? Yeah. Which is why, like, the tesseract having the tesseract exactly. Yeah. The, they got the tesseract in the beginning of the episode, yeah. so he had the power source, and like yeah. it happened in Iron Man two, where um, the note that I think Howard left uh, the future Tony was. Uh, the fact that die bitch uh, it, was, <laughs> it, it was finding the element yeah. which could sustain that amount yeah. of energy yeah. right so i think like if how ha- like in the mcu if or sorry in the timeline that we know of if howard stark got the tesseract we possibly could have saw like an iron man at that time as well yeah bro when i first saw these movies like i was a kid so that, <laughs> that flew over my head <laughs> it's like Isaac, Iron Man. when i rewatched, it's like oh, shit. oh no, no, no. <laughs> tj no, went to the theaters and took notes yeah, right? yeah. When, when i was 10 i was like you know just like oh shit oh shit i am iron man but yeah no uh another thing that i wanted to say was the parallel so the moment that defined the what if was the it, in the movie it was just a throwaway line if you think about it right but mm-hmm. in this it was that moment that she decided to stay on the floor instead of going up to the thing a little yeah, yeah that, that area, changed right? everything yeah, so yeah. that moment was the changing moment what but what i was gonna say is in the movie it was a throwaway line but the fact that they added this now here makes that line hold so much more weight you know what i'm saying remember the other podcast we were talking about the split realities yeah so that would make what do you call the one that where it's based on decision like so uh, many, many worlds many worlds many worlds yeah so we got our answer then it's not a bubble multiverse no so it, it's all of them i still think it's all of them. <laughs> it's all of them in a cat we've talked about this. Yeah, no, I, whatever makes sense of the time that's what no no mean. i think it's i think it's all of them but the thing is the reason why is because when it comes to the bubble multiverse you have to have something outside of it right yeah. which is why i think the last layer is the bubble because then the uh, he who remains was outside of all of that, right? Or and like you know maybe the quantum realm and like the d- dark dimension and stuff like that. They all exist outside of that, which yeah. is why they're We're all very qualified to talk. <laughs> <laughs> the last Marvel yeah. movie ever is a big cat. Is it dead or alive? That's the question. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. yeah, there's all that, and then um, 
You guys have anything else that you want to talk about? What if? Because I have one uh, last thing. That I yeah, go for it, man. So no, of, no more things. Yeah. The last thing that I want to talk about. Out of the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, to think about it like that. But well, he created so much material <laughs> off a kid's book last time, right? Like, come on. Yeah, but so what? The last point that I was gonna bring was that little tentacle alien at the end, right? Ah, yeah. So <laughs> any speculations of who that might be? Oh, that's the watcher. <laughs> <laughs> that's the watcher. He no. interfered this time. So, uh, there, that's, that's, that's the, they put a face to the voice. <laughs> so, there is a theory that that was, uh, Shumagora, right? So, yeah. if you know, Elaborate. Uh, of course, but if you want to explain, <laughs> explain it so, to the audience. So, apparently, Shumagora is going to be the villain in, um, Doctor Strange multiverse of madness, oh, okay. right? Oh, yeah. So Shumagorth in the comics was a multiversal uh being, right? Is it so because he has multiple tentacles. <laughs> Is it because of the tentacles he can go to different universes? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? I don't know. No, no, it's not. Bro, but yeah, <laughs> I'm just making anti and it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So this is going on YouTube and SoundCloud and Apple Music, right? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no, but yeah, um, like the thing is, he's a multiversal character, right? Yeah. So the fact that they're bringing like that, like it was just tentacles, of course, yeah. right? Into what if, and then there's the rumors that he's gonna be in um, multiverse of madness. Maybe this is to, trying to connect like to tie them together exactly, yeah, yeah. right? So That'd be sick. I like. What do you think about that idea? Oh, That's also there there was this. Uh, Theory out there that like uh, the actor who plays Peggy Carter and uh, what uh, Haley Atwell, yeah, there you go. She signed on to come on for Doctor Strange as well, so she might be making an appearance. Yeah, they, they as, also, as Captain Carter. Yeah, so That'd be they, 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 <laughs> it was a theory flying around. I don't remember where I was reading it, but it was that like, she signed on to yeah, like Doctor Strange. Yeah, it, it, it's it's still speculation. We don't know. The thing is, after my the that's true. theories, <laughs> yeah. I don't really believe anything. Anymore. Any theories yeah. at all? But yeah, no, like I, I think that could be cool. It could be cool it, it to bridge cool. the bridge the multiverses, yeah. right? That would be cool, right? Yeah, because like the ending of what if, right? Like they open up the test rack again. It's like what forty years down the line. Or well, how much many, like yeah. seventy years? Seventy and years. It's Nick Fury, right? <laughs> yeah. So that was another thing. The whole Project Pegasus stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It was very similar to the Avengers, right? Mm-hmm. But so we don't know what is completely different in this universe now. We just yeah. saw that end scene. So is Loki still gonna invade Earth? Yeah. Is this or more different? Like, you yeah. know, like what? Like did that one choice make it so that like time was still different. like a stream where like you know you created a ripple but you know the current corrected itself and like you still end up at that point right or is it like oh that one decision was actually like a branch and like now the stream is going this way instead right or was it like oh it's just a ripple so if it's it's just like uh like you said it auto-corrected then it could only really be peggy carter and only like a few other characters i don't think it's gonna be a huge like old multiverse of its own just trying to go off the logic in uh loki yeah Yeah. that's probably if it is then it's just peggy carter or maybe a few other characters, but not that much of a difference. Uh, we'll I don't see. think so, though. I think what it is is it's creating a completely new brand. That's what I right? hope so. So that would make more sense because in this, like we've seen this in the trailers already, that T'Challa is going to be taken into space, yeah. right? Yeah. So 
that's not that's not like a small difference. Yeah. That's a big difference, right? So what, uh, what what's the event that causes that? That's what I'm interested. And in. what it what, what oh, it was a Peggy Carter, not that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, that that's it. <laughs> that's all it took to change everything. I mean, I could I could honestly create a theory on it right now. No, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me hear out. Me give out. me, give me three minutes. <laughs> give me three minutes. Let me just let me just link everything together for you. So we remember <laughs> we remember in Captain America: The First Avenger. That lady came in and, uh, uh, kissed, uh, or sorry, not kissed, uh, Captain America. I don't know if it was the same lady, but one of the ladies in Captain America, the first Avenger. I'm not familiar also, with this children. <laughs> <laughs> in that movie, that lady also played a role in, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. She was the mother of, uh, whatever. Peter, all, all I'm thinking about right hear, now is hear, not me hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. The, she was the I'm mother. Just why I said the, this. So, the same actor who played that character in Captain America: The yeah. First Avenger, right? Yeah. The same uh, act, actor was in Guardians of the Galaxy as the mother of Star Lord. Hear me what out now, right? Crazy he is right now. Hear me out. Hear me out. I know What's this that meme from his community where he's putting shit on the wall. That's you right <laughs> no, no, now. No, no, that's, that's uh, always funny. He's from Philadelphia, Charlie. Hear me out. Hear me out, bro. You're not hearing me out, though. Hear me out. So here's the thing. That is the same person, right? Okay. We agree on that, sure, right? Yeah. So in Captain America, she kissed Steve Rogers, right? Okay, yes. Now the fact that Steve Rogers doesn't exist anymore, she wasn't able to kiss him. So she probably found somebody else and didn't get married or sorry, not married, but didn't uh, end up with a Ego, okay. which was a, a Peter Quill's dad. Sure. So P- she ended up with somebody else. And now Ego comes to the planet isn't able to find his uh, uh, mom, right? So find somebody else. And that somebody else ended up having to be the queen of Wakanda, right? And now they had a child, which was still T'Challa, right? You can count by twos and tie your shoes. Remember that. No, but like <laughs> it was still T'Challa, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because he was Ego's father, or, or sorry, Ego was his father, alien he, got, he got taken away by the Ravagers instead of... Uh, uh, Star Lord. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Show. You see what I'm saying? I connected it. I connected it. Okay. Don't doubt my connection skills. But yeah. Tomorrow, Disney's just <laughs> like, oh yeah, we felt like it. I'm <laughs> telling you. I'm telling you. That's a big possibility, next right? Time, Mickey Mouse, make no. We don't get pizza coffee anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even. All right. Let's let's move, but yeah, let's move forward. Yeah. Let's move forward. I mean, that's that's podcast right there. No, that's wrapping up. What if? So um. Uh, let's move on to the last thing that we're going to be talking about. Can you say in wow. one more thing? And that thing was like 15 minutes long. <laughs> but, okay. Right. Let's last, move on. Last, last thing, thing now. Talk let's about. talk about uh, music now. So, uh, of course. Tomorrow. <laughs> Shut up. No, uh, so, the Wakanda album. Uh, Wakanda, it's called Black Panther, Panther album. album. <laughs> uh, get your back straight, okay? In universe. No, 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 no. <laughs> you don't get the right to no, talk no, no. now. In Marvel Universe, it's the Wakanda album. And that's the Wakanda album. <laughs> nah, but okay, moving on to uh, music, and we're going to be going on to hip hop now, right? So, a couple albums. We talked about this last week uh, King's Disease 2 and The House is Burning. Let's talk about our thoughts on that. Go, man. You wanted to talk about The House is Burning, and you loved well, it the yeah, most. Well, let's, but... let's start with King's Disease 2. Okay. I just, because I think that one is a, a quick discussion. So, oh, and, um, King's Disease 2. For what me, it's like it's not a quick right, discussion like, for I me. Know, I enjoyed that one. Uh, I okay, so it. this week we have to listen to both of these albums, King's Disease and The House of Burning. We were forced. And not <laughs> 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 uh, 
Okay, my whole point is like when I was reaching for music, slave labor. <laughs> they put me in a basement and they forced me to listen to music. My point is, I was. Like, I didn't want you. <laughs> I wanted to listen to jazz. What the Let's hip hop. hop. <laughs> nah, but let's let's move on to King's disease. Right. More often than not, I was reaching for King disease too, and even King disease more than the house is burning. Just on, it was a, like, there's a lot more standout songs in King Disease. Uh, it's a lot more solid theme. He connects it well to the first one. With The House is Burning, like, mo- uh, I'd say like a third of it's a hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see that. Let's stay on King Disease for now. We'll talk about uh, things. House and Burning. <laughs> and we'll bridge those gaps yeah. when we get there, but we'll find a way to connect it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You but, can work on a theory on how yeah. they're connected. No, no. Continuing oh. on, what are your thoughts about King's Disease? I think yeah, it's a solid album. The year contender for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Donda already won it. <laughs> this is, I don't know. It's interesting. Like uh, you, you talking about Kanye, his album with Kanye was one of his uh, worst most, albums. Worst albums, and then Fast. he does one with Hit Boy. He gets uh, a did. Grammy out of it. Or was it a? Is, not, is it Grammy or is it Emmy? Grammys are music. You Emmys see, are did, shows. He did get a Grammy out of it. He did. That's where he got. Yeah, yeah, he got, he got, got it. Yeah, for yeah. what? Or King Disease one? Yeah, no, think, but like, what, what was the Grammy nomination? I think album of the year, uh, rap album of the year, or something. Really? Like that. I think I, so. I don't, I don't remember what his Grammy was, but I know he did win a Grammy recently, and he put that in one what of his verses. That right? He's like, and he might win it again with this one. To be honest, him and Hip Boy is a good collab. I see that. So well, like, Hip Boy when this uh, during the album release party, he was taking shots at Kanye because apparently he used to work <laughs> with him too, and he's like. It's not yeah. how the dudes writing the uh, lyrics. It's not how the dudes making a beat. It's just me and dude. Yeah. Uh, in a, gosh. in a studio together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah him and uh, Kanye, the hit boy and Kanye have beef. And it's interesting. You do all Kanye. It's your lowest, it's your worst album. And you do but, too. And you almost, but win. you can't really say that. Like, okay. Like, it was not even a full When it comes album. to production, was, yeah, yeah. when it comes to production value, you could still say like, oh, that doesn't really matter though, because Kanye also produced Pusha T's album. And that was like a hit. Like Pusha T's Daytona was uh, like at that time, it was a, a Grammy nom- nominee as well, right? Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. right? Yeah. So you can't really say, was, oh, like, yeah. oh, production value, because then you could just say, oh, Nas I, didn't do his job I'm, on that, right? Well, the thing is, but it wasn't really regardless, I, I, I'm going to agree with you. I think the production wasn't good on that Nas uh, he, he, album, he, he, right? Here's the thing, right? Like, I go back to that Nas and Kanye album uh, here and there. I like two tracks off that. I think, like, Adam and Eve and. No. Not Adam and Eve. I uh, like Cop Shot the Kid. Cop, Cop Shot, Shot the, the Kid. kid. And, yeah, um, sure. You don't like Adam and Eve? No, it's good. It's good. Don't, don't get me wrong. It's, it's not my top two tracks on okay. that album. Yeah. Um, I forget the... what. Oh, what everything? Is it? Right. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, uh, but like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like, that's how unmemorable I, I, the album yeah, is. Yeah, I, I go back to that album for just two tracks, but it, it's also like I feel like it's Nas and Kanye working for the first time ever after the fact, like that Jay Z and yeah. uh, Nas beef has been quashed, yeah. right? Like. I don't expect uh, Kanye going in. It's like, oh, I'm going to give you my best. I don't think Nas well, goes in, into that. I'm going to give it you wasn't, my best. I don't think it was that. It was also he was doing a lot during that summer. He did push the tease that yeah. year. He, he did, did two his, albums of his, his own. own and one, Cuddy. one, yeah. And then yeah. Uh, I forget who the other girl is. He did one for. Uh, I was, you but, remember? It was, it was but my point exactly, right? Like, like both parties don't go into making yeah, that album. No, going like, oh, I'm. It was. I don't think it was like his album going in. He was just doing a lot at once, and he wasn't giving everything. Like, no, but it was a known fact that 
Kanye rushed the production on that yeah, one. Yeah, he wanted he to make want, a good summer or whatever. So, what, yeah, what it was was he he already claimed, oh, we're going to have these many albums like this, right? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, they were running behind on schedule like Kanye always does, right? Bro, he almost, so, because of that, he almost messed up... Uh, was a ghost town on his album where uh remember at the end where she's uh singing her old part yeah. that one almost didn't make it because he forgot he had she had a mess or like oh did you have my verse or whatever because it was really uh, so yeah, so a lot of saying, like, there's a lot of it, it was not known fact that he rushed that album yeah, as well so i think album. i think if kanye like, took the time fades, no, Wait, <laughs> no but i think if kanye took his time and then sure. t- produced an album for nas it would bang see like much well, better that's than what like hit boy says like it's just me and Dude were actually putting in work. Like, uh, yeah, but I, I think it's a good collab because they mesh together. Sure. Mm. They mesh really well. And yeah, their styles, right? Their styles are very similar. So that's why Hip Boy and Nas are like so so good with each well, other. Well, also, right? like, he works well with like 90s beat. Like, he, yeah, uh, he's the one who fixed up, uh, the, song the boom bap, yeah, the boom yeah. bap era. Uh, he, that's what he oh, was. Life is a dice game. He's <laughs> yeah. the one who fixed that up too. That's from 1993. Um, yeah, that's his biggest thing. <laughs> it wasn't. Um, but yeah, but my whole point is that, like, yeah, Nas is a very like historical rapper in my opinion that has like this grandeur to him of boom bap era, right? Yeah. So, well, also like uh, in the album, yeah. <laughs> but he talks about how he's like the. Like, he's accepting his role as a teacher now. And, they, like, it shows, like, last album, he had Spicy. This one, he has, like, uh, YG. He has uh, A Boogie. Mm-hmm. He's, so, he's not, like... Even yeah, though he's he has taking, old style, he, he He's like, taking uh, newer generation sure, rappers, yeah. yeah. He's accepting um, his role, like, because like, has the teacher or whatever. Yeah, the, the OG, right? It's, all, it's also, like, Nas's work is about lyricism. At the end of the day, it's not about... Um, Beats, beats, yeah. and whatnot. So it's just like if you're going to go to a Nas. No, but regardless, yeah. if we think about it, some of the most classic Nas songs are classic because of, of the, the beats, beat yeah, as yeah, well, like, right? Uh, like uh, the viral the world, yeah, like stuff like that. that Life's no, a bitch, like, uh, right? I was gonna say, um, there's this one where he sa- like the sample was from a really old uh, uh, blues or jazz song, right? Um, you know, sure it's not Life's a bitch. No, not like no. No, no, that no. one is a sick beat, though. Um, how? Uh, New York State of Mind. What are we talking about? How do we forget that? <laughs> it's one that's, of his biggest nuts. Yeah, that's that that one's thing. a classic for a different reason. Yeah. Like, in the beginning, he's like, I don't know how to start this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whole, straight from yeah. the dungeon. And then, and then he's straight, like... That the, one's a classic yeah. for, like, whole... like, a, but like More the, than one But that, what I'm saying is the production on that song was legendary as yeah, well sure. right like for the, the time yeah. no one would have cared a- about the whole backstory of the song if the song mm-hmm. didn't get big right That's true. no one would have been like oh it's cool that Nas did that in one take after like not knowing that he was being recorded well, also right? like historically it's also really big because Nas was the first rapper to start working with producers outside of his own little like group yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. outside so, of like he really changed the game of well that like it, it all starts like from uh the barbecue right like he did that one verse with uh those guys yeah. and Jeff yeah. I'm just out there looking for him. It's like, where's Nasty Nas at? Yeah. So, like, he really revolutionized that uh, era of hip hop in that sense where not, not he got a deal on his terms. Yeah, facts, yeah. facts. Um, facts. So, yeah. Yeah, but I, I think, in in my opinion, I know King's Disease 2 is a good album. I still think it's going to be an album of the year uh, contender, as I said last week as yeah. well. But my point was um, comparing it to King's Disease 1, I feel like. 
King of Disease one was better overall. You had more stories to tell than that one. Yeah, than, yeah. I think I think of course we're gonna talk about a song on this album later on, right? Yeah. And I think that was the best storyline telling song that he had. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's besides the point. Um, the but, house is burning. Uh, yeah. We, uh, I just want to point out that his uh, his feature, uh, the Lauren Hill feature, that track, best song, in my best opinion. song on the track. I really opinion. loved it. Yeah, um, man, sure. yeah, like honestly, having Lauren Hill and Nas on the track was surprising. Like I was, I think I was talking to Kerenzi earlier. Um, like, or I think I was talking to you actually. Like uh, when it came on, uh, like I knew she was gonna be on the album, but like I didn't really realize that it was her until like uh, yeah. after her verse. I, I checked because I didn't. Uh, yeah. I don't know. You guys probably even heard of yeah. Education. Yeah, I've been listening to it. So the reverence is not the same, but it was still like uh, definitely impactful. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, that. I think I, that song was I, the best one. I just, I, I just like it for like two legends just killing that track yeah. together. So, yeah. yeah, continue. Uh, so the house is burning. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was a good album. I really did. Not, not gonna lie no, with you. I'm not saying it was a bad album. Yeah, no I think uh, the thing is, it's different from uh, like. King's Disease well, yeah. because it's like King's I'm Disease are much compare them. And yeah, it's you can't compare different them types yet, of yeah. it's different types of hip hop because yeah. one is more of like a lyrical this mm-hmm. focus on that and one is more of a melodic. Yeah. Uh and that's the thing Isaiah Rashad he's he's a very melodic yeah. singer. He's a very melodic rapper. He mm-hmm. is a uh I, I say this a lot and I'm going to keep saying it is mm-hmm. if you have Isaiah Rashad on your chorus your song is gonna slap for no reason. Like it's yeah. just gonna. Like, Not for sure. He, yeah, he's very melodic. Yeah. And like this album, like the whole thing, like I mean, it's, it's so melodic, so good to listen to if you just want vibes. If you just wanted vibes, right? This album mm. is really good. If you want bars, it's, it's not gonna so, really give you much, right? But if you want vibes, right? It, this album is great. I, I agree with you when you say that. It was like this album is just for the vibes. Like I was listening to this album just going on my walks and stuff in the evening yeah I, and it's just like you're, you're vibing out to it and i enjoyed it but for me like at the end of the album it's like will i uh out of the blue reach out for this album or if i was in a vinyl shop would i go out and look for this album and my answer at that end of listening to it like twice i was like no right mm-hmm. the, the reason being is like it's a good album i liked it i really like uh, claymore it ended up like a song i downloaded it's on my spotify so i can listen to it offline yeah stuff like that but i'm just like outside that's what makes yeah. an album good for me right yeah like if, if like I, you're seeing this i think i think, yeah. I think yeah. what it is though like in my opinion right because i i like the melodic uh, mm-hmm. hip-hop as well a lot right uh i think if we looked at it in track order as, Dark sh- Side was, as god intended <laughs> <laughs> yeah in in yeah in, as yeah. god intended if you look at it in track order it's a banger completely throughout. i agree but I agree. if you Think about it track by track, yeah. right? Um, Dark Side was a like it was all right. It was a good intro, right? Yeah. It was really melodic, and then yeah. uh, um, it was like miss hit, miss hit. But then after like a certain point midway in the album, everything at the end was just bangers, just straight. Yeah, at bangers. the end, definitely was the it shined uh, the second half. Like yeah, uh, but I, I don't want an mo- album like that. Yeah. I don't want an album where like I have to wait till the second half yeah, for it to shine. No, but like even the first half, it nah. wasn't like oh the first half yeah, was yeah. all garbage. Yeah. Right? It was like this there's, is good, and this is all like, right. right. This is good. This is all but right. The thing is, like a, I like melodic rap like just as much. But uh, he has like personally, I feel like he has these two styles. He has one on like uh, for the squad or like uh, meal ticket, and then he has another one. Do you remember sticking the mud the second half, where he's just rambling for like, or he's mumbling for mad long? He has these two styles where he mumbles and then where he's just uh, super melodic. And like he did this about the mumbling stuff he did in this album is about the same quality it was 
in the last album. It didn't really improve, and I didn't really like it that much then. Like, I remember yeah. I was talking to him, we were making, like, a pro... You, yeah, you were saying that, playlist. like, oh, it's too long. Is it, it, well, yeah, it is, like, it's it's obnoxious, and it's because it runs for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was, like, that was one problem with uh, Sun's Tyride, it just, it's kind of, it's too long. Yeah. And I like this album, because he... Uh, Made it a lot more concise and like I feel smaller. like I feel like he he is more of a rapper that likes short short songs. Yeah. though. Mm-hmm. he is better on short oh, yeah. songs. Like he, no, he likes that himself as well. If you think about it, like uh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, Stuck in the mud was a really long song, but you got to think the that there were still two halves like to it. I guess. There's still two halves to that song, right? So if you really think about it, you take that time, break it into two. It's about the song, uh, same as a regular song, right? So I, I like I agree with that, but. Uh, I still think, um, like, it's just, if you want the vibes, it's no, too, I agree, I agree. too it's, melodic to for you no, to say sure. that it's not good. No, right? no, 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 I'm not saying it's not good. I'm just saying. Well, no, 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 I know, yeah. I know that you're not saying it's not it good. I'm just saying. A place on a playlist. I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, I think that it still could be in conversations for, for album, album of the year. year. If we're, if we're thinking about it, like, you know, so yeah. far this year, I, this year, I liked um, Pop Smoke's album, right? Uh, kind of there's right? too many um, features on it yeah there's yeah, that as well but i really did i did like uh like some of the features like the push a t feature yeah, that he had yeah, yeah. was a really good feature on yeah. on the album right i think that song was one of my uh favorites mm-hmm. right but yeah like regardless about the whole features and he wouldn't do features if he was still alive, except for dua lipa right? yeah except for dua lipa yeah, he would song. he would definitely do that <laughs> yeah. but regardless like i think <laughs> i think um like as a whole, that album was still yeah. good, right? Yeah, it's still like we could talk about it as album of the year potential, right? Yeah. And then another one, um, the off season, right? But I think J. Cole, he's the type of guy who doesn't even want to be nominated. Yeah, so, yeah, it, I mean, yeah. I don't think that matters. Like the quality of work speaks for itself. It doesn't matter. It was a good album. Yeah, no, but like sure. I think I don't know if it's like actually true, but J. Cole just after a certain point decided to never put his work into um consideration for i don't think you grammar. put it yourself I think yeah it's, it's a jury like, no no i'm pretty sure you have to like uh, no no you don't really no. yeah so but, but regardless like j j cole doesn't care curious, about the yeah, grammy so i don't uh, care about the grammys it, right like no but if he doesn't get nominated yeah. i don't think he's gonna give it like, yeah, he cares yeah, he right but like regardless i it still think his album, album yeah. was a good album we should I do mean, our own version yeah, of the that's grammys i was thinking i was like or we should just do our own like album of the year yeah we should rather than like i don't really i don't remember the last time i've seen the grammys yeah, I, I, I don't watch the Grammys. Yeah. But, like, I think for the podcast, we can do something, like, at the end of the year. Yeah, we can yeah, do so our top five albums that yeah. we really like yeah. of the year. Of course, of course. Uh, so... You're going to be more CP. And you're locking me up in a basement. <laughs> Tell me I need to listen to all the music. All of the jazz. I want trumpets. <laughs> Uh, oh my goodness that's, that's it that's what it is right? oh, man. Uh, but yeah um i think what we should do now is uh move on from uh these talks about these albums and start going into or the track, track of, of the week. week oh yeah no i said day but yeah track of the week. track of the week so uh the new segment track of the week <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, no, no. Um, don't, don't, let's go. Let's whatever, go. whatever transition you have, don't do it then. Do it now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is track of the week. Let's uh, start off with Brumman. Um, my track of the week is "Winter Time" by Corday. Yep, you it, mentioned that last week. Oh uh, yeah, I really like that song. I've been listening to that song uh, all this week on repeat. It, I, I think it's the most different track he's done from what he has in his discography 
thus far. I think, it, yeah. you know what it is? It's also part of a, a really good album. Oh, yeah. yeah, right? yeah that was a great, great album. It's part of a good album, so that really brings some value but to it. I, I really like the, the chorus is, and how yeah, it comes. The chorus is really yeah, good, right? It's interesting. Um, this song really reminds me of like J. Cole's early tracks, like uh, yeah, 2014. Yeah. It, like if it wasn't on this album of like all right uh, kind of sounds Jay Coley, but uh, on this album it makes sense with the whole theme of the rest of the mm-hmm. album. Yeah. The storytelling so, is really good. He talks yeah. about perseverance and like that's a theme throughout the whole yeah. album. Yeah, yeah, yeah I so, agree. Like, I don't know. I that, think I think the chorus of the uh, this song specifically just catches. Have you yeah, seen the uh, the music video? Version? I have or, like the audio version. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, exactly. it's like a lyric video. That's yeah, what okay. it is. It's pretty cool it's pretty to sad. see like the way that. Yeah, but regardless, that's beyond the point. Yeah, that, I, it was part of a good album, yeah. and I think that's like yeah. the one thing. It's uh, also like yeah. I think Dre had uh, executive production on yeah. that yeah. album, right? Yeah. So you know, once Dre's on a album with you, right? Like you know, you're gonna have some good songs, yeah. right? Wintertime yeah. was. A really I, I good really like that song. Yeah. That album yeah. was great. I think this is the most different song I've heard of his. Of course, yeah, yeah. he's strong his range for sure. Yeah. Even like on uh, Life's a Dice Game. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he, he did. Yeah, yeah. he's he has that ability he, to do. He has that flexibility, but yeah. he only it shows you glimpses he, of it. That's yeah, what you know it what is. it is. He's also a lyrical rapper, but yeah. he's yeah. able to hit that uh, South Side feel, you know, yeah. South Side hip hop, right? He's able to get that feel as well. Yeah. But you know, um, that's the that's just seeing a little more experimental from him. Yeah, yeah, it would. But yeah, let's move on to uh, your track of the week. All right, my track of the week is. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember the name? Do you? you were forced to listen guess, to this, right? <laughs> I guess so. Anxious. <laughs> uh, so this, East. Yeah, this is the one that we were talking about on the Nas album that we're going to discuss one. more. It had the best. Storytelling. Story for sure. Oh, uh, yeah. a very interesting beat. The most lively beat uh, since Spicy, I would say. Mm-hmm. The uh, ending of it. Maybe, really like too. That's what I was going to say. I think really, the, the biggest part of this song... Music, or have you seen that video? It's mm-hmm. from a live it's a, yeah, 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 yeah. But I think that was the biggest part of this song was it wasn't really... Um, the storytelling was amazing. Don't get me wrong. The beat was amazing. But I think the thing that really wrapped this whole song and brought it to an end in a good way was the snippet at the end, right? Oh, Which yeah. is... You know them talking about. Uh, that was at a concert, yeah. Yeah, it was. It was passed away yeah, but the way that they used it, it really, it, it made really sense. wrapped the whole yeah, story yeah, yeah. up. You know what I'm saying? And I think it, that it was, was a the perfect storytelling. It had the starting, middle, and yeah. end with, the, with that ending. And with yeah, that, I well, think even it was like uh, production was on. Uh, Hippo did a really good job. We, like uh, whoever's doing uh, the ad libs on it, couldn't like there was no feature, but like you could tell it was someone else. Yeah, was I was gonna say when he did the when he did the chorus, right? And, yeah. and like he says. Uh, they started Death Row East, right? And you can hear, yeah, you yeah. can hear it. That's, in the like, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. it was this a really good, like that really that good really good small elements yeah, yeah, yeah. that bring the whole thing together. But I think like overall, it was really good, and that ending just was the cherry on top. I feel like it was the lyricism that carried that yeah, track, sure. right? Like I think you could have just put any beat on it, just Nas having his flow on that. Was and then the most you know what? It's, it's also very like it brings you back to that moment, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And uh, that's like yeah. another like a theme that carries on from the Kings of Z's one, like the theme of storytelling. Yeah, and I don't know, just all around like um, uh, he knows that, like how like to captivate he, the audience. Yes, I yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's a really good like his storytelling ability. We've known it from time. He but, knows how to like keep a, the theme uh, yeah. consistent. Yeah, especially between two albums, like a lot of people. They yeah. name it the same thing, but really they have nothing. They have nothing. Yeah, Migos culture. No, I'm <laughs> so you, what you're saying? <laughs> so what you're saying? Up on me. But yeah, um, 
I want to talk about my track of the week. He actually enjoyed something after being forced, so, you know. <laughs> my, my track of the week, though, uh, it was the title track on The House is Burning, T-H-I-B. Uh, Isaiah Rashad. You like the album that much? That you like the track? No. Well, so, both of you no, took so, songs from the, al- the album no, but like, you were supposed to but Regardless, I think what it is is the that song was just really good because... Um, that chorus that he had, that's one thing. The chorus that he had was, um, you know, we've heard it so many times, right? That same, who's that creeping through my yeah. window, right? Like we've heard it in like the old songs that he sampled mm-hmm. and we've heard it in, or sorry, interpolated and we've heard it in like newer songs as well. Like, um, Talking about, uh, Travis? Travis did yeah. a version of it too, right? Mm-hmm. But that, just that phrase in itself is really catching the way that he was able to, make it melodic in his own way and his own right was really interesting to me and then obviously that one part where he took the flow from missy elliott missy yeah. elliott right and then uh that part was really good in my opinion as well it's not much of a, a lyrical song like you guys both had lyrical songs right yeah. uh this was more so like if you just the like vibes the chorus. yeah the so, vibes bless you well also like um uh it was just like where the placement of the song was near the end of the album i really like Brought the whole yeah. thing together. Yeah. Uh, is definitely one of the better songs on the album. Maybe uh, to what you said, was, I think is that that's my favorite for sure. Yeah. But yeah, definitely a good song. Yeah. So I think that's that's what I yeah. think for the song. So that's uh, I guess wrapping up track of the week. Yeah. So yeah, this also ra- wraps up the podcast. I guess <laughs> yeah, so um, a lot of rapping. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of rapping. All right. 